0: Don't look back because the market is closed. Hello, everyone. Welcome to our VRA Investing System podcast for this Thursday afternoon. we tell you in just a couple of minutes what happened in the markets today. More importantly, we tell you what's going to happen in the markets according to the VRA system going forward. And uh, to get right to it, uh, a good day today. Dow Jones up 400 points. Yesterday was interesting. Once the break... Through Dow Jones, 24,768 took place. The final 30 minutes of trading saw the Dow drop another 300 points. This was Skynet-like, artificial intelligence, technical selling pressure, almost purely. The problem here is, and it's an ongoing structural problem in the markets with the passive versus active investing going on now, about 90% of all trades that take place in the markets are ETF-related. Not many individual investors are buying stocks anymore, individual stocks. That makes these structural related issues, these mini flash crashes, if you will, uh, not only possible, probably even more likely going forward. Uh, today, we did see a good bounce back today. We're not a big fan of buying higher opens here. We opened up a couple hundred points, gave gave half of that back real quick, and then the race that uh, higher was on. Um, we we did notice some big positives when running our VRA system screens, most notably that the, the sell-off uh, yesterday took place and today, of course, we're recovery today, but yesterday's sell-off uh, took place on about 40% lower volumes than we had during the big 840-point sell-off in the Dow Jones on October the 11th. That's a, that's a positive difference. That's a positive divergence. And uh, you want to see reductions in sell-side volume. They're common hallmarks of exhaustion to, to the downside. Uh, another hallmark of a bottom is sentiment. And investor sentiment is now reaching extreme fear levels. Uh, We follow two surveys here and have for a very long time, the AAII sentiment survey and the CNN money survey. Uh, Both now are reading extreme fears. Uh, The uh, CNN money survey uh, fear and greed index is now at a reading of six. And the uh, AAII survey shows 28% bulls and 41% bears. For both of the surveys, that is extreme fear. This is typically when bottoms take place. So we're seeing some positives. Uh, We gave back about about 130 points of our uh, gains at the peak today in the Dow Jones. But again, we closed up 400 points at uh, 24,998, up 1.6%. S&P 500 up a bigger 1.8%, up 49 points at 2,705. Uh, Russell 2000 up 2%, and the NASDAQ was our leader on the day, up almost 3%, up a big 209 points. And that's important. We want to see NASDAQ and Russell 2000 lead the way, because they do, both on the upside and the downside. So, uh, again, a net-net positive day. We want to see some follow-through. We have some some major issues to deal with, Uh, namely the uh, Dow Jones, NASDAQ, Russell 2000, And uh, S&P 500, all four major indexes are still below the 200-day moving average. That's significant because it could well mean that now the 200-day moving averages are going to become resistance rather than support, meaning that they will act as a ceiling on any gains as we once again approach those 200-day moving averages, assuming we get back to them. there's just something to watch for, uh, but uh, it's what technicians are watching. So when we get back to those levels at 200-day, it'll be most important to see uh, how the market responds. The internals today were not great. Before we get to the internals, uh, for the seventh straight day, the uh, the, uh, the put-call ratio and the trading index, or the trend, we're both elevated, excessive bearishness. Even with this gain today, put-call ratio closed at 1.04. Anything above one is excessive bearishness. Again, that's seven days in a row for that. And the trend did close below one, uh, but traded above one most of the day. Yesterday at the market low was, uh, I believe, the trend hit uh, over almost. I believe the final print was 1.9, but it traded well above that. It, it uh, points throughout the day as well. Again, excessive bearishness. But we want to see these readings stay high, meaning that investors are buying more puts and calls. As a contrarian, that's what we want to see. That gives us the fuel for the upside move back to the upside. Uh, internals were not good today. It mixed back. They were positive. Uh, VRA system, final reading, yes, they were positive. Advanced decline was 2.5 to 1 positive volume up down volume was two and a half to one positive but the big one that we're looking at and had been talking about here for some time uh, one that we followed for actually several decades is um, 52 week highs to lows now with this kind of a market you wouldn't expect to see a lot of new 52 week highs for obvious reasons we've been declining but we shouldn't see these readings uh, on a day up this big we only had 60 new stocks hitting 52 week highs to 931, hitting fresh 52-week lows. That tells us that uh, the selling pressure is likely not done yet. The markets tend to bottom. When uh, the uh, new highs do lows, bottom, we typically see a bottom in the market a day or two after that. And the same thing with the McClellan Summation Index, also bottoms a day or two below most bottoms in the market, at least going back the last 10 years, which is about as far as we've tracked both of these. So we're not under the woods yet. Uh, we want to see, um, see just really uh, some days of basing. You know, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be at all bad to see three or four days of, of boring. As a, we've got a lot of nervous investors, so we head heading to the midterms. A, a lot of earnings reports are coming out. And the, the, the issue that I have with companies that are either missing on earnings or, or that are giving warnings about future quarters is they're blaming tariffs and trade fears. And, folks, we've seen this movie before, and I just want to alert you to something. Don't don't buy the BS. I'm not, and I don't believe you should either, and here's why. Remember during Obama's years, every time a company would miss, especially in the fourth quarter and the first quarter, what would they always blame? If they missed on their quarters, they'd always blame the weather. And uh, it became a laughingstock of of serious market investors. You know, we knew this was coming, and uh, we love to short those companies because there's always something else going on. So companies now are blaming trade and tariff issues, U.S. companies are, when they really should be blaming either themselves for not performing in a, just a rock and roll economy here in the United States. Or maybe they should be blaming the Federal Reserve for hiking rates far too much. Eight straight hikes in a row, uh, probably the last three weren't even needed. Uh, remember, during Obama's years, he had a 0% rate, hike, uh, uh, rate environment. Really allowed the economy to flourish. We have no signs of inflation whatsoever, really percolating throughout the system. So um, they should be blaming rate hikes, and they probably should be br- uh, blaming um, again themselves uh, for uh, for not for not uh, for not performing. Uh, we'll cover that more in, in, in days going forward. But again, right now with all major indexes below the two hundred day, we want to see that get resolved. Uh, as of the close today, we have thirty four percent. Uh, of all S&P 500 companies trading above the 200-day, just 34%, and only 13% of companies trading above the 50-day. So clearly, a lot of damage has been done here, but we never saw gold catch a serious bid. Uh, the bond market has been strong, so we're not seeing rate spike. We're not seeing high-yield debt uh, get in trouble here, and, um, uh, and we're not seeing a gold take off. So there are no signs of systemic issues this is October. This is typically when the, the best bottoms occur. And then we go into the most seasonally bullish time of the year, which, which we're in right now. That's mid to late October through May is when 90% plus of all market gains take place. And uh, that's uh, we've just got to get through this period, say by October and get to November. And, uh, and maybe put these words behind us. But we need to get back above those 200-day moving averages. Folks, again, my name is Kip Herridge. Feel free to join us. Sign up for our daily podcast at vrainsider.com. Again, vrainsider.com. Thank you so much for your time today. We'll see you back in to, uh, again tomorrow after the close.